Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Well, the Kansas City Chiefs probably still complaining somewhere. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It's Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Cry, cry, whine, whine. <laughs> the Chiefs. Would not let it go yesterday, Perloff, after the game. Very controversial call. So it's not like they had nothing to complain about, but it's going to fall on deaf ears for a lot of reasons. It was a Kadarius Tony lined up in the neutral zone. He was offsides on a play with a minute and 12 left to go in the game, one score game that negated what was a really cool looking touchdown. Travis Kelsey Amazing. in the middle of the field shakes two defenders, throws it back to Tony, streaking down the sideline. And it gets wiped out, but they really just don't have anything to stand on here because the flag was thrown right as Mahomes is snapping the ball. Yeah, I didn't think it was that controversial a call. Uh, I understand. It, that's why it was so weird to me to see Patrick Mahomes going ballistic after the game. First of all, it's not in his character to normally do that, but that's the call you're going ballistic over. It, I understand there was something happened last week, and there were a lot of calls this season. But that's not a controversial call. That's Kadarius Tony. The officials just said, look at Kadarius Tony. You think he did the right thing here? Because he's never done the right thing for the Chiefs. Let's uh, hear what it sounded like in real time. Kelsey, 25, angling back. 20, now he's going to lateral it back at the 15-yard line. It's Tony. 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City. They mess around and practice with this all the time. It's going to go with a 49-yard touchdown. Kelsey, the old University of Cincinnati quarterback. Number 19, offense, lined up in the neutral zone. Five-yard penalty. Check it out. Oh, Oh. and here was more of the explanation. One of the most exciting plays. A TD is wiped off the board and a five-yard penalty. Second and 15 for the Chiefs. At their own 46, it would have gone as a 49-yard touchdown catch and lateral. Oh, man, sad dude. I I get it, but how many – there are other plays that get wiped out in the NFL, feels like every week, that are amazing plays by the letter of the law. A guy's foot's out of bounds or something on the sideline or something. They get wiped out just because it was an all-time great play, which, by the way, the official threw the flag long before any of this ever unfolded. Like – you, this happens in the NFL. Tell your guy not to line up off uh, offside. Also, how did that broadcaster not see the flag? Like, you got to tone your call down by 30% with a flag on the field. And 
I don't know. Eddie, it was very obvious the Bills did not jump. They didn't move until about a second after the snap. So you should have seen something was up. You're right. There's always a call in the NFL. Every time I see a guy score a touchdown, what's your first instinct? Look around for the flag. Absolutely. I have so many images in my head of a guy celebrating and then stopping his celebration midway because they're like, ah, oh, they called holding. Yeah. To me, the one, the most common one is holding. They call holding and it wipes off a big touchdown and all the fans hate it. I hate it. But the reality is you, you're you playing the result here. If it was an incomplete pass, we wouldn't even be talking about this today. Yeah. Let's hear from Andy Reid. Uh, he said the end of the game was, well, it was disappointing. Very disappointed that it ended the way it did. And um, normally I'll get, um, you know, I, I never use any of this as excuses, but normally I get a warning before something like that happens in a big game. Um, a bit embarrassing in the National Football League for that to take place. Well, maybe embarrassing that your guy was lined up offsides. How about that? Because here's the thing. The refs will give you, like, you can you can look at them on yep. the side. You can try to check with them, you know, to see where the line of scrimmage is and all that stuff. But as the pool report said yesterday, when it's egregious, the refs don't have, like, it's not their job to bail you out when you're doing something wrong. Yeah, I mean, that, that whole warning system seems really stupid. But... I have a theory on why Andy Reid said that. I think he understood that his quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, had somewhat embarrassed himself by overreacting to the bad call. And Andy Reid is the ultimate players coach. I think he was trying to take some heat off of Mahomes because that is not characteristic of of Andy Reid to flip out about a call. And his language was very similar to Mahomes. I Actually, I guess Reid went before Mahomes, but I, I think that... Reed, is it possible in your mind that Reed was trying to deflect from Patrick Mahomes? Think, yeah, Mahomes yeah. was bad after the game. He yeah. was wanting to fight the official. It yeah. felt like. I mean, listen, he's backing up his guy totally, and I think that it's a frustration that's bleeding over from the Packer game from the week before with the no call on MVS at the end of the game, and they're sick of it. And that I get, but this one you only have yourself to blame. And this one I think you're seeing, and I know last year it didn't happen because – they didn't have Tyreek Hill, and they were still able to win the Super Bowl. And and like it was like, of course they could move on without Tyreek Hill. Well, now you're kind of seeing that they, they do either seem to be, A, a receiver short, B, not able to get to Kelsey as much as they want to in the second half of games. Yeah. And, or maybe they just have to start targeting different guys. I, I have no idea, but it feels like they're a receiver short. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it does, at moments, it feels like it's working like it usually does. I really love Rasheed Rice. Feel yeah. like he's the emerging star, the rookie Definitely. out of SMU, and Kelsey still Kelsey has moments. There Definitely. So there, there is. How's definitely, he still so open after all these years? Even, at times, even with the struggling, it's no one's counting out these Chiefs. That would be silly. Well, the defense is a little better than usual in the sense that if you're counting them out, then who's going to beat them? That's okay. the question. It's not obvious. Okay, so here's the big thing: why yesterday I understand why the Chiefs are ticked off, but they only have themselves to blame. But they whine. They're whining. Loser energy, as we say around here. Very loser energy for a team that's like basically the closest we have to a dynasty right now in the NFL. Very loser energy. And we can get into why in a little bit. But I, I, I don't sign off on that. I, uh, I can't I call the Chiefs loser energy because they are, the, they are the dynasty right now. The best team out there until someone knocks them off. So I understand this particular, maybe in the micro, there's some loser energy. But you can't say in general the Chiefs have loser energy. No, but there is something where I think the Chiefs are, maybe they didn't realize it before and they're finding out now. Nobody likes the Chiefs. Oh, I disagree. Unless you are in Kansas City, nobody likes the Chiefs. You might like Mahomes, 
Okay, that's fine. You might like Kelsey. That's fine. You might like Chris Jones. That's fine. But and people people in Philadelphia love Andy Reid. Like it's nobody likes the Chiefs, and I'm going to tell you why. One haters. Yeah, people like me. Hater aid. You've been too good for too long. The success definitely breeds contempt. You've been at the top of the mountain. So, yes, call me a hater. I don't care. But people don't like you because you've had so much success. Point number two, the overexposure. I, I I can't watch TV. I can't turn on a radio. Maybe I'm part of the problem. I can't do anything without seeing a Kelsey brother. I can't do it. Donna Kelsey is like gets the third most airtime on TV beyond like Travis and Jason and then Donna. Donna gets more airtime than Taylor freaking Swift, which is crazy. And that brings me to number three. Swift, Brittany Mahomes, enough. We've had enough with the Chiefs, all of you. Like, Mahomes is an all-time great. We appreciate him so much, the greatness, all of that. They're too good. They're overexposed. And the Taylor Swift, Brittany Mahomes thing is just freaking annoying at this point. Nobody outside of Kansas City likes the Chiefs. That's... 100% not true. And actually, when Maggie's saying all those things, make sure I'm edited out of the two shot because that, <laughs> I'm I, right. I completely do not endorse that. No, first of all, people don't care about the Chiefs as much as you just said. People hate the Cowboys and people love the Cowboys. I think there's more apathy towards the Chiefs than you'd imagine. But I, I they're like the Golden State Warriors. Yes, they can be a little annoying, but hate the Chiefs? That is, there's not a lot to grab onto there. I do not think, I don't think they're one of the top five most hated teams in the league. They're more exposed, they're more overexposed than Dallas Cowboys. No, Travis Kelsey uh, no has way. 14 more commercials than Dak Prescott. Not really. Dak Prescott has 100 commercials too, and he's not even won a Super Bowl. I, I, yeah, I do not think that the Chiefs are not getting that kind of hatred out there. I mean, oh. You, I, no I think, way. I think, I think you're off on this program. Beg to differ, dude. What I will say is I think something, and I'm surprised you're not mentioning it, uh, Andrew. Like, I thought the tide kind of really shifted completely with that penalty in the Super Bowl. I think a lot of people mm. saw that Super Bowl and saw them yeah. win and say, The James oh, this, Bradbury? Yeah, I think it's like, oh, this is a soft penalty. How are you going to call that? And again, we talk about the Chiefs always getting calls. I think that any kind of, oh, they're the darlings of the league, that all ended when they got that phantom pass interference call. Totally disagree with you guys. I still think they're wildly likable. I, it, Mahomes is probably the most likable person in all of sports. What is it not like about Patrick Mahomes? No, Mahomes is likable, but he's whining after the game like he's expecting the officials to bail them out when his guy is lined up wrong. Like One I, time he did this. This is the first time he's ever done that in his career. I know. Well, we're getting to see the And all of a sudden, out. everyone hates the Chiefs because of this one game? No. <laughs> That's no, insane. No, 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 no. It's been building, as I said, first of all, and it, first, the first and foremost, it's actually a compliment because when you have this much success, people are going to start to resent you or whatever. So for them, good for you. Top of the mountain, awesome. But I'm telling you, it is turned. Maybe people uh, like Mahomes, but... You just said everybody hates the Chiefs. They do, outside of Kansas City. No way. Honestly, I don't think a lot of fans are even thinking about the Chiefs like that. The, you like the, Brittany Mahomes? You like Jackson Mahomes? You like all this Taylor Swift stuff? Don't care. They don't care at all. No. I like, honestly, that, yes, that stuff is annoying, but there's nothing about Taylor. Taylor Swift, first of all, they went up to the booth yesterday to show her, and she wasn't even there. And they're having trouble finding her in the booth because it's so crowded. Regardless, no, I, I don't think the Chiefs create that kind of antagonism out there. I disagree with you guys. I, I'd be surprised. You think they're the most hated team in the league, the Kansas City Chiefs? They're like the no. nice guys of the NFL. I said nobody likes them outside of Kansas City. I don't know if they're the most Ooh, hated. I don't know. You kind nobody of Nobody likes them. 
that's impossible. I would bet you if you're a 10-year-old fan in the and you don't have a team that you love right now, you're probably buying a Patrick Mahomes is, jersey. Is there an AFC NFC bias in here right now? It feels like this it, might be because a I don't Jets ha- fan. I don't I, I don't hate, you know. Yeah, why I, would I don't you have be? anything against the Chiefs? Oh, I'm many. a Jets fan. Why would I hate the Chiefs? I have no idea. Do Jets fans hate everybody? They <laughs> hate themselves. Yeah, I know. I hate more of my quarterback and my coaches <laughs> uh-huh. than anything the Chiefs have. I'm telling you, people back me up on this. It's got to be a poll question. I think that the Chiefs have jumped the shark here. It's so it's so much, guys. It's so much. It's too much. I got to tell you right now, if if the Chiefs aren't in the Super Bowl, it gets a little more boring because they are still the Chiefs. They're still really exciting. Oh, I don't think so. That's a Mahomes thing. I don't know if that's a Chiefs thing. Wow. I Mahomes is the best quarterback we have right now. Yeah, no one's I, taking that away Don't you want to see a him. magician play quarterback? I do. I'm just thinking I, I can appreciate the Chiefs like and how much they win, and I can also find them wildly annoying. I see. I don't. They're not overrated. I never said that. I said they're annoying. Annoying implies that they've been like this forever. There's one game where they go ballistic on the officials. All of a sudden, they're uh, the most hated team in sports. It's been building. Not this officials thing. I I thought they were quite restrained last week. The contempt. The contempt has been You guys might hate the Chiefs. I I think a lot of fans out there still like this team. 855-212-4CBS. Who's going to back me up on this? Who's coming with me? I'm on the bandwagon. EJ, I got one. Manny, you're dead to me. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what a lot of people Manny, you're know. a Giants fan. Who do you hate the most? That's an easy question. Myself. And then <laughs> what's the one other team? Oh, damn. If it's not know. the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, Let me tell on. you something. You guys have been annoying the hell out of me for the past two years. Well, this is at least at times you've been able to beat the Eagles in somewhat recent history. You never beat the Cowboys. Yeah, but I, I I enjoy the Cowboys' misery when it comes to, you know, January and yeah. about that period. The Eagles have been pretty good in that time, uh, you know, time span. And living with an Eagles fan, it just never ends, Maggie. <laughs> well, the other thing, too, the Chiefs. Hmm, I have no idea what you're talking about. The Chiefs uh, are following the Patriots dynasty. And the Patriots are the, you know, they're the San Antonio Spurs of the NFL. They were the most unlikable dynasty that ever was. So the Chiefs are a ray of sunshine on the dynasty front. I mean, you got to give me that. You can't possibly dislike the Chiefs more than you dislike the Patriots back in the day. No, I mean, that the Patriots were cheating. There was a lot more baggage going on with the Patriots. 855-212-4CBS. Our pal Big Dave's in Kentucky. A happy Cowboy fan this morning calling to gloat. Hey, Dave, how you doing? It's a great day to be alive, and I'm 100% on board with you, Mags, on this Chiefs thing. Thank you. I mean, listen, Andy Reid hasn't suffered this much adversity since he left Philadelphia. Uh, but seriously, folks, I mean, you know, what are, what are they complaining about? Let me tell you, the problem is the frustration is starting to set in because they're looking down the barrel of having to play a playoff game at somewhere beside Burrowhead Stadium. Yes. And I think it's, I think the walls are caving in. They've turned into the Kardashians of the National Football League. <laughs> Meanwhile, Odell Beckham might actually be dating a Kardashian. It doesn't get half of the clicks as Donna Kelsey, let alone Taylor. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah but the Kardashians are not Taylor Swift right no. now. They used to be. But anyway. My point being made. How you doing, McLovin? I'm good. He's not. He's lying. Why, why, He's bad. Oh, is this a Cowboys gloating call? Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Let's, of course uh, it is. Uh, let's let's talk uh, the day after they play the Niners in the playoffs, Dave. Did you really sound like you're feeling yourself right now? You're going back in time. 
No, I'm talking. To, I'm going forward in time to January 17th <laughs> oh. in the second round of the playoffs when the Cowboys and the Niners play again. Because you sound yes, awfully I'm confident. Good. Are you guaranteeing a win there? No, I've got a plan for that. The only way I guarantee a win, I'm, I'm going to suggest going forward that Mike McCarthy have some not essential organ removed on the week prior to the second <laughs> round of the playoffs. Well, so listen, but no, I'm not. I'm not a gloater, McLovin. You should know me well enough to know. I'm not you. I, I don't hedge my bet like <laughs> that, that. The uh, the Cowboys are you know guaranteeing a Super Bowl appearance because you said three weeks ago that the Eagles were running a bland offense, not to show anything. So they, you know, yeah, they they clearly the load bag. manage last night. But by the way, Dave, so <laughs> I'm just curious, what what's the ring like for that regular season win over the Cowboys? Is it like a little toned down from a Super Bowl ring, or is it a full ring? Are, are you going to buy a replica? That's pretty funny, McLevin. So listen, uh, <laughs> seriously, how do you how do you, this is not a gloating call. This is analytical. I'm an analytical dude. You know that. Yeah. So what? So let me hear, write your write your Eagles performance last night. Seriously, Eagles defense is terrible. I knew they were going to get killed. Everybody, almost all Eagles fans knew that. It was exactly what we expected. Dak Prescott tore them apart like he always does. Yeah. So does this change the Dak narrative? No, because Dak tore them apart last year and the year before that. Oh, I'm, no, I'm not saying you've always been a, you've always falsely propped him up. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the same good quarterback he's always been. Dave, right. I, would, I would say for everyone else, it does feel a lot different, and it's the ground up stuff, like change the footwork, change the offense a bit, um, the confidence he's playing with. He got the oh great defense God. now to complement it. I, you Dave, know, Dave, help us out here because Dak is the most overrated, underrated on a weekly basis quarterback of all time. You see the same quarterback, right? The same quarterback as what? As two years ago, as three years ago, as four years ago. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't see the same quarterback. For one thing, Mike McCarthy has grown up into a real head coach. Play calling last night was, to me, was off the chain. I thought it was excellent. Dak is not the same quarterback. You know, going, um, going to this West Coast offense has been a huge turning point. For Dak, I'm telling you this. It's been it's been huge. Matter of fact, he even talks about it. Uh, he McLevin. He. I'm not just trying to argue, but no, he is not the same quarterback that he was two years ago. I totally disagree. with Listen, that. I love a happy big Dave on a Monday. Dave, thanks so much. Have a great week. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Want to know? Do you see anything different with Dak Prescott? But we're also asking you: Are the Chiefs likable? I think they are not a likable team. The success, the overexposure, spare me. Michael is in Ohio. Okay, Michael, I'm I'm to be. I'm told you're a seventh grade teacher. So yes, you have your ma'am. finger on the pulse of what young people think about the Chiefs right now. Tell us what we got. Yes, yes ma'am, and I will tell you they 100% follow who's winning. I have in my homeroom. I laughed last week. There were seven kids. We had hat day. Seven kids wearing Chiefs hats in the middle of Ohio. Wait a minute, Mike. I hope you are nowhere near Cincinnati. No, no. We're by Cleveland. Okay. So I have many, much, a lot of pain every week. So oh. <laughs> this week was good, though. Yeah, no. You got Flacco now. Everything's going to be fine. That's it. I tell you what, hey, there's a difference there. But, Michael, when the Patriots were winning, were they wearing Patriots hats? Patriots hats. Green Bay. Every, because they 
are so close to the Browns, they have to pick a second team that they can actually cheer for more. Yeah, and uh, and uh, they are they are the biggest front runners. And the DeBartlows are from here, so we have a lot of Niners fans as well. Interesting. Well, Michael, yeah. thank you for that and clearing that up. When you're kids. in seventh grade, you're much like Perloff now. You just follow the winners. I knew that as a fact. All kids pick the winners. That That's what you do. And there's no reason... If you're a kid, you're not following the subtleties of uh, the Kadarius Tony penalty last night. You just see a commercial where Patrick Mahomes is slinging the rock. I'm telling you, for the adults out there, a little too much. Am I right? 855-212-4CBS. See you guys on the phones. If some people are with me, some people are not with me. So I like this about the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes crying and whining. He's above that. Oh, my God. You guys. He's above that. Oh, you know what? This you is you, him. you can't cannot you cannot get back on the Mahomes bandwagon again. You're you know, banned. You know what really? So are you, EJ? No, sorry, but you know what really took me off was him going up to Josh Allen on the handshake line Aww. and complaining about the refs. You know how many times that Josh Allen took heartbreaking losses to the Kansas City Chiefs? I know those guys are supposed to be good buddies, and he said there, said, "Hey, congrats, good game," and went into the locker room. Finally, that's because Josh Allen's a class act. Yeah, finally, you actually lose. And you go up to him being like, oh, these effing refs and these terrible calls. I mean, come on, man. That was that was corny. That, you, don't, you don't do that to the opponent. Shake his hand and then go after the refs. You know what's the worst? It's not the Chiefs. It's AFC East fans. They seem to have this really bizarre take on football. Both of you guys. Like, that's the problem with last night's game is that he did give Josh Allen love after a 27. That's Josh Allen won the game. Me. That's all he needs. Who cares what Mahomes you says? you got to be a good winner and a good loser. Exactly. That's supposed to be his homie, and he's complaining about the. I don't. If I You're beat you, the, in a, if I you, beat you in the game, I don't want to hear about the rest when I'm shaking your hand. You guys can never celebrate Patrick Mahomes again. You're not allowed. Okay. Well, here's the thing. After that controversial play, three straight incompletions. By it, way, was, it, was, it was second and fifteen, third and fifteen, fourth and thirteen. You or fourth and fifteen. You had the Chiefs get fifteen yards in their sleep. So ultimately, you had time. You had downs. You had timeouts. You had it all, and you couldn't get it. Done. It was second and fifteen. Yeah, that's not a great second and fifteen. That's not a great situation. That's Pearl, not like second and two. How many? How many times have we seen the Chiefs convert whatever in fifteen? A what? million. I'll answer it for you. A million. It didn't. I mean, wasn't that whole play the Pat Mahomes running against the Bengals? Wasn't oh, that third and forever, and then the flag that helped them win? I can't wait to see you guys celebrate Patrick Mahomes in the future. And I'm going to remind you of this day. This day. I never when you said get, he wasn't great. I just said you said he's, he's unlikable. They oh, no, they're all, Patrick the Chief, Mahomes is unlikable. No, no, no. Okay. Perloff, I said the Chiefs are unlikable. We'll always appreciate Mahomes. He's the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> oh, sorry. I said that on talkback. Yeah, you just said Patrick Mahomes is unlikable. I heard it. They're all, the Chiefs as a whole, unlikable. Oh, come on. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Okay, we've got that for you. We want to hear from you. That can also be a poll question today at Maggie and Pearl on the Twitter. Uh, so much more football to get to from the weekend and also what was the biggest story, hands down, bar none, period, full stop. Get to that in a minute. Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. Haters. Yeah, people like me. Back on Maggie and Pearl off. Having a very interesting conversation here in the studio. Maggie's dying to know why there's two Monday night games tonight uh, for the NFL. There's really one and a half because an AFC South team is playing. Therefore, it's the Titans. I oh, mean, wow. is that really, they're staggering crap. They're putting the Giants and the Titans on national TV. So I honestly play them both at the same time so I can ignore half these games. Well, I just need someone to explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old. Why are both games starting at 815? Why are we even having a doubleheader this late in the season? 
Well, I'm you sure can't. there's a fine reason for it. I just would love to know what it is. What are the stagger times? Because if you stagger them, then everyone's going to miss a chunk of both games. Well, usually it's so the endings aren't happening at the same time in case you have good endings. Like, they'll picture and picture right, whatever they, one you're watching. Like, Titans-Dolphins is on ESPN. Packers-Giants is on ABC. Right, but if the game starts at, if the second one starts at 1030, then no one's going to see the end is the theory, right? No, I think the last time they did it, it was like 7 and yeah. 830. Yeah. So the first game got to halftime, right, the right. second one started, and then there's only small overlap. But they used to do the Monday night doubleheader that Mike Greenberg and everybody yeah. used to call. It used, used to be to, a true doubleheader. Yeah, true Raiders, doubleheader. Raiders will always and, be that second game. It'll yeah. It's terrible. Uh, and besides, honestly, like, do we really need to separate these games and make these two games standalone? I'm sorry, but... Uh, well, I mean, you got a big fan base here with Packers-Giants, and then you do have the Dolphins now with the Ravens winning yesterday, but the Chiefs losing. It looks like it's going to be, a, you know, down to the wire here between the Dolphins and the Ravens for who gets the number one overall seed in the AFC. They play each other later on in the season, but still, like, that's compelling for sure. Yeah. I guess the Titans. I immediately put that AFC South team in, and I'm turning the channel. Everyone in the AFC South lost yesterday, so we'll see if the Titans make it a clean sweep tonight. Kelly's in South Carolina. Been talking about the Kadarius Tony uh, lined up offsides. Kelly is in South Carolina. Has something to say about it? Good morning, Kelly. Yeah. Hey. Good morning, guys. Love the show. Appreciate you. Um, I, I I wanted to raise the point about him being offsides and how his foot was on his foot was on the line. Yeah. What really didn't get or hasn't been being talked about in all the media is the fact that in the Eagles game and and Burloff, you know this, I'm sure, on the second and inches where they tried to do their little push from behind, their offensive guard was lined up in the neutral zone and they called it on them too. Finally. However, no one in the media is talking about it. Oh, because the little darling lost. Well, the and game wasn't close. I will give you that. That's the issue, doesn't though. Matter. It doesn't matter, though, because if you're talking about it for your darling um, Kansas Chiefs. City Chiefs, you yeah. should talk about it for all of them. And I got one other thing for you, Maggie. I know you, you alluded to it a little bit yeah. um, in what's coming up that you want to talk about. Here's a whole bunch more million reasons why people can't go to baseball games. So <laughs> why? Because... Because Shohei got to... paid? Yeah, exactly. You think that makes people not want to go? No, it makes them can't afford to go. Oh, oh, can't afford to go. Right, so, right. Well, not want to go, but can't afford to go. Yeah. I, I couldn't bring a, a family of my family of five to a game now. What's a game going to cost? $500? No, it's 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 wild, Kelly. And when you start talking about the parking and the ice cream and hot dogs, and if, God forbid, you want to have a beer and, you know, <laughs> buying hats and T-shirts, it's just bananas. Kelly, uh, but you can choose to be like everyone else and decide to not watch it on TV instead of not watching it in person. <laughs> uh, no, Kelly's trying to be a true sports fan, and he was absolutely right with what I was alluding to, which was, you know, despite the NFL having a big weekend controversy in the Chiefs game, Dallas wins big. The biggest story of the weekend was Shohei Otani. The $700 million contract over 10 years. It's not exactly right. They're deferring a lot of this yeah. money. But regardless, it's fully guaranteed. It's eye-popping. And I'll give you this. There is absolutely nothing he can do to ever 
justify this amount of money. He'll never live up to the hype. So you can just pencil it in right now. You can write your think pieces. Shohei Otani is never going to be worth this much because it's going to be impossible for any one player to ever be worth that much. He wins one World Series, it pays off. Oh, I don't think so. It's done. And if he wins, he'll probably win two MVPs in a World Series, and no one's going to look back and say we shouldn't have spent that money because these giant contracts always look better by the second half of it when somebody else is going to be getting paid this much. They look worse in the second half when the person's old and past their prime. But Shohei's 29, right? As long as he doesn't kill his arm pitching, he's going to just wreck people offensively. He's the most exciting offensive player in a, since Bryce Harper came in the league. <laughs> That's my Phillies bias. But he yeah. is so good. You're telling me with the Los Angeles Dodgers, if he wins an MVP or if they win a World Series, people are going to say, like, we shouldn't have spent that money? No, it's going to be just one. He's already won MVP. He's already won the Cy Young. He did that for an Angels team that couldn't sniff the playoffs. Yeah. Like, him getting individual awards is not going to be enough. And one World Series, guys, not going to be enough. Like, I like Otani. Yeah. I love watching Otani. But, and, and congrats to him for making all this money. Like, I would not begrudge him that in one second. I'm just telling you, the... Uh, bar we're going to set for how he's judged in his career just got totally moved because to justify seven, $70 million a year or $700 million, it's not going to be 70 a year, but to justify $700 million is impossible to Yeah, get. but what is a guy who got a giant contract like Albert Pujols or something who's actually won a World Series or won an MVP in that second half that we kill? We kill all the bad contracts because those... Most of these giant contracts, those guys never do either of those things. But if he does one or the other, they're fine. I mean, who are the bad contracts? Pujols, all the guys the Mets sign. None of those guys win the MVP or win the World Series. They they disappoint. There's, I'm telling you, he wins one World Series. It's going to be just one. That's disappointing. The Dodgers have trouble winning World Series. They got a pandemic yeah, one. Yeah, 60, 60 games. I, I think winning a world, a regular World Series would be a big deal to the Dodgers. They don't care about the money, obviously. That's irrelevant to them. I think if, if Shohei leads them to a World Series, there's going to be no regrets. There's one thing I think Shohei can do to live up to this contract. What's that? It is ball out on the biggest stage baseball has the World Series, bringing back the numbers that baseball used to have at the World Series. I think that that's honestly oh, what they're do looking that? for. Maybe. I think there's a chance. I think that yeah. if Shohei has a great season and the Dodgers are this big, bad juggernaut and they go into the World Series and Shohei Otani hits four home runs, pitches a complete game and wins World Series MVP, I think the amount of eyeballs that will be on that World Series will be unlike anything we've seen in the past few years. And if he does that... If all of a sudden those World Series ratings yeah. skyrocket, then yes, he lives up to that okay. contract. And if he has a moment like the end of the World Baseball Classic where he's facing Mike Trout and he strikes him out, haha, the Angels aren't making the World Series, but you know what I mean? If he right. has that moment where it's an all-time moment, still, I don't think he'll... It's impossible. Guys, it's too. It's it's not too much money because no, you're worth what you're worth, but there's no chance it's ever going to it's ever going to be deemed like you know what was a great contract that Otani contract but that no isn't the, but isn't that the point then to not grade it like that if you if it can't be matched then you're wasting your time wondering if it can like no one is worth what they make anymore because they all make ridiculous amounts of money what's the point of the Dodgers aren't going to go bankrupt they're yeah. going to get so much of this money back in new business so then who cares what whether it's worth it or not they got Otani he's the best player on the planet he's theirs now they just won yeah and the thing is if most of these contracts, the guys flame out and don't do well. If Otani struggles, which is very possible, the guy is an injury risk, then you could say it's not worth it. But if he does what he did this year and the year before, I mean, come on. Yeah. He, I, this is not the Angels. If he hits 50 homers <laughs> for the Dodgers, I know, they everyone's going to be watching it. It's going to be a team. 
So yeah. if he so if he puts him over the top once, the, you're gonna say, look at everyone else he had around him. Look at Mookie Betts. Look at everyone else. It's like the he was just the you know he was the Kevin Durant. You know, it's not like that. Yeah, that worked out great. Okay, but does Durant get any credit for no, but those? Also, the Absolutely Dodgers are not, not the Warriors. The reason why they're getting paying him this much money is because they can't win like the Warriors did. That's so true. he would actually matter if he's the one that puts him over the top. And if he does what EJ just said, if he does that in the World Series, hits and pitches once, that's good enough for baseball. Absolutely. And that's good enough then for the Dodgers. I'm just trying to think of the when we've had big-time stars – like Bryce Harper was in the World Series, and that didn't do jack squat for the ratings. Oh, really? I think that that no, uh, I mean the ratings were down this year because this was a matchup that you know was a little light. But I think Shohei Otani is transcendent. This is not Bryce Harper is a good player, and right. he's great within baseball. I think tra- Shohei Otani transcends the sport. So if you're talking about him doing that on that level, first of all, we saw the amount of eyeballs for the World Baseball Class in some of those finals games. Yeah. Like bringing in the international market, you know how many people from Japan will be watching the, okay. world, the World Series if you have Shohei Otani playing? Okay, but one other thing you guys are forgetting, and it might not have all looked great yesterday with all the backup quarterbacks, but the World Series a lot of times does go head-to-head with the NFL. The World Baseball Classic was in the summer and basically had it all to themselves. I'm telling you, it's gonna. It's still going to be tough. You're, it's a good point. Otani brings in more eyeballs, casual eyeballs, whatever. Well, but, first of all, what does that matter to the Dodgers? This is about the Dodgers. Who cares if the World Series ratings are up? No, Did, but that's what EJ is yeah, saying. That would justify uh, the $700 million. Right. But why does I that justify justifies it for baseball. I think yeah, but why does it justify it for the Dodgers? Or who cares what the World Series ratings are? You're bringing in if Shohei Otani's doing yeah. those kind of numbers. You know how much fan interest comes to your team if Shohei yeah. Otani's bringing those kind of numbers? I'll tell you right now, that's going to happen one way or the other. He doesn't even need to get to the World Series. There's going to be so much Japanese fan interest in the Dodgers. There already is in Shohei. You see the press score around him. It's insane. Right, but it'd be totally yeah. different if they but, become the new Warriors. Wait, I just say if... I just think the point is it's not about World Series ratings or any of that. If he wins an MVP or if he hits uh, gets to the World Series with the Dodgers, it's going to pay off. There's no seven hundred million is not even going to seem bad by the end of it. <laughs> I'm telling you, doesn't buy you what it used to. You tell me that's going to be the second baseman for the Yankees is going to get seven hundred million by the time this is over. <laughs> uh, Andrew Bogus has headlines. Good morning. Uh, good morning again. So the good news for the Eagles is they no longer lead the NFL in excuses. The Chiefs leapfrogging them with yesterday's post game meltdown over Kadarius Tony failing to do his easiest task. Lost for words, man. It's just. It's tough because regardless if we win or lose, man, just just for it to end up with another game and we're talking about the refs, man, it's just not what we want for the, for the NFL and for football. Man, Tony lining up offside, wiping out Patrick Mahomes' pass to Travis Kelsey, who then flipped cross field to Tony, who walked into the end zone for the go-ahead points late against the Bills. The Buffalo D then survived the ensuing three plays for the 2017 win at Arrowhead. Josh Allen threw for a score and ran for another. It's great to see you sitting there on the sideline knowing that you can go out there and take a knee. You know, you always want to finish the ball or finish the game with the ball and, and the victory formation. That's what we did tonight. But do we point out that his defense did kind of again give up the potential game losing points late in the game because Tony being offside had nothing to do with the play. If he's a half a step back, all of that still happens and they probably lose again. Oh, you think the Bills with a minute left in what one timeout would no have been guarantees able, would have been able to score? Maybe not. I think Perloff was right there earlier when he said that the Chiefs, excuse me, the Bills seemed a step slow in the play because there was a flag thrown. They seemed a little confused, right? 
I, 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 I actually that. thought that the flag was obviously on the offense because the defense didn't jump. I mean that. You, yeah, but sometimes it's hard to tell. Like these flinches can be the, so small. Like but that, the, the like, flinch you know, on the offense, but the defense has to be egregious. Yeah, that's true. But like no one's no one was pointing at Tony. The guys around him don't react. They're chasing him because you know when you zoom in on to see where his foot is. The guy, Taron Johnson's right in front of him. Nobody yeah, doesn't cover him. On the play. They were just beat. <laughs> yeah, but maybe they maybe they hesitated for yeah. a half second. I, I mean, know. Kelsey was wide open, but he's mysteriously wide open all the time. <laughs> yeah. By the way, all that sense. being said, do not rule the Chiefs out for the number one seed. They're not out of this by any means because they have the easiest schedule left, and the Ravens and the Dolphins play everybody. So you guys can be down on the Chiefs now. They, are, they will be heard from again. Uh, as for the Eagles, rare back-to-back losses after the 33-13 defeat in Dallas on Sunday night football. Jalen Hurts never got his offense into the end zone and lost one of their three fumbles. I can keep it simple and just say win. Um, we've done a lot of that for a long time. In these last two games, we haven't been able to do that. Um, and so, you know, it, it comes down to, to executing. So now Philly and Dallas are even at 10-3 and three atop the NFC East, but the Eagles have the tiebreaker right now and would win the division by winning out. The Cowboys, for now, on a five-game win streak after another quality effort from Dak Prescott. 271 yards, two scores, no picks. You know, Hurts made a, tr- a terrible mistake yesterday. He kept on throwing the ball into Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown's hands. That was the <laughs> last place you wanted to go to last night. So anybody who's going to rip Hurts, Talk about the drops first. That's what I'm saying. Hurts played fine. Uh, you can rip anyone you want. That was not on Jalen Hurts. And also, the center was snapping it all over the place. And I know there are a lot of Hurts haters out there, and I will answer all of them. Call me. Eh, I don't think there's that many Hurts haters. Wait, don't you yeah. love Jason Kelsey? Now nah, he's the center? Yeah, I just I just heard yeah. him. Yeah, well, he just ripped about? Jason Kelsey. Yeah. The center. The center now. The center? Now he's the center? Oh, yeah. when he was the, when he I forgot the future we, Hall of Famer. I forgot it was Kelsey. Nah, Sexiest he's the man alive finalist. <laughs> there yeah. was actually, you're right, it was Kelsey. I forgot about that. <laughs> I do love me some Kelsey. Although Kelsey did have a terrible penalty two weeks ago against the Niners. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, the Chargers lost to the Broncos yesterday 24-7. They're now 5-8. and eight. And they don't know when Justin Herbert plays again. He has a broken right index finger. CJ Why would he play again? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. No Why one. is Brandon Staley still the head coach? There's a lot of questions. Yeah, Why know. are the Chargers the Chargers? Yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. These are existential way, questions. I'll go one step further. To. This this idea that the Chargers are a sleeping giant that some coach can come fix, that team stinks. They have no talent. I would totally just rip the Band-Aid. Sorry. Uh, C- I, I bet on them yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's there your fault. Is. That's your fault. Hurt. There it is. Uh, CJ Stroud's in concussion protocol after the Texans' 36 loss to the Jets. Zach Wilson throwing for 310. And two touchdowns. USC football has hired North Dakota State coach Matt Entz as assistant head coach for defense and linebackers coach. This continues Lincoln Riley's makeover of his terrible defense. Entz won six FCS titles with the Bison as head coach or defensive coordinator. LeBron and the Lakers becoming the first ever NBA Cup champs overshadowed Jaden Daniels becoming the newest Heisman Trophy winner, the LSU quarterback producing nearly 5,000 yards of offense, 50 touchdowns. He beat Michael Penix by 328 votes, the closest vote in five years, and it felt like maybe five people noticed on Saturday night. It was odd. Yeah. I'm going to say this for Jane Daniels. I think that he still is going to become a star, but this barely registered nationally. Like, yeah. congrats to him and LSU and, you know, now Burrow and him and what, the last five years, but... 
he, I still think that he is going to be a star. It's just going to be in the NFL. Well, his big moment was taken away from him because Alabama had a dirty hit. That was his game. He was feeling it. He was going to beat Alabama, and he got injured. I think some of this also is him not being in the playoff. I think we all care about the college football playoff, and now that you don't have your Heisman in what is the biggest showcase, it kind of people knew he was going to win. He was kind of on the side, putting up all these numbers against really kind of bad SEC teams. I just I think that was a big reason. If LSU was in the playoff, I think we care a lot more it, it'd be about his season. He had fifty touchdowns this year, which well, is insane. But it, it was all for not really because they didn't really compete for a championship. You mean to tell me the ReliaQuest Bowl isn't the college football's <laughs> biggest stage? <laughs> I think the other part too is if you were to say like, all right, you're an alien drops down from outer space and you're looking at the four guys who are there for the Heisman. It's like, tell me the story of the college football season in 2023. You're probably going to Penix and Maserati Marv. Yeah. And Bo Nix. Bo Nix. And frankly. Jim Harbaugh and Connor Stallions. Too. And Deion yeah, right. Sanders, number one. And Deion, number one. Yeah. So like, be like, you got to go pretty far down on the list to get to Jaden Daniels. Yeah. I mean, there was one analyst who in week six said Jaden Daniels was going to be the Heisman and probably would be a top 10 pick. Uh, oh, right, that was me. Uh-huh. And actually, nobody listened to that now, and everyone's claiming Jane did. Yeah. How does it feel when you have to point out your own Ws? Uh, someone better. That's all I can say. <laughs> Bogus, thank you so yeah, much. No, thank you. Lots more to do. <laughs> Bogus, can't wait to get the hell out of here. Lots more to do, including your phone calls. We've got poll results on the big question of the morning. Are the Chiefs likable? Come on, be honest. Haters. Yeah, people like me. <laughs> Also, did clock strike midnight on one of the great stories in the NFL? All that and more. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, 855-212-4CBS. Cowboys coming off a big win. Al is in Dallas, is ready to brag about it. Good morning, Al. How are you? How you doing? Well, you saw the game, I, I assume. Oh, did we ever? I didn't okay, really well, watch it. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you what I think. That was the best I've seen their secondary and defense play all year. That's the type of effort they're going to need if they expect to do anything in the playoffs. 
I'll, I'll hold off and I'll wait and listen to your response. Al, thank you so much for the phone call and happy day in Dallas. I would say the best their defense played was probably week one against the Giants when they won 40 to nothing and that was mostly the defense. But this was a the Dallas Cowboys needed to win yeah. a big regular season game against a real quality opponent, and they did that last time. I don't buy any of that. Go, don't give me the symbolic. Now we know what it's like to win. I agree with the caller. This is the best the defense has been because whatever they did to get Stephon Gilmore onto that number one receiver, this is a game changer. I will give you, I feel stronger about the Cowboys as a good team now because they, they switch things around. He's playing unbelievable. Yes. He's playing like a true number one. I thought he was getting older, and I didn't think he was that guy anymore, but now he's that guy again. You know him well because he was a Buffalo Bill, but he yeah, looks like pick. he was great last night. Well, it's funny because you look at the numbers and like A.J. Brown, nine receptions for 94 yards, but did none of that felt like it was really impactful. No. Same thing for Devontae Smith, five catches, 73 yards. Again, like none of this felt like it was really having an impact because A.J. Brown couldn't get the yards after the catch. Not Well, not only that, how many targets did A.J. Brown get? Because Gilmore 13. broke up a lot, and Gilmore punched the ball out of A.J. Brown's hands. They were trash-talking. Clearly got him out of his head. Yeah, I, I was... And this is the third or fourth game in a row where he's slowed down the number one receiver. I'm very curious. Obviously, he's going to have some problems against the Niners in the playoffs. I don't know if you... there's a, They don't have a number one receiver you can shut out like the Eagles do with A.J. Brown or the mm. Seahawks do with D.K. Metcalf. Yeah, everybody's a threat. So that, that neutralized him a little, but that is a game-changer. I mean, Deron Bland was a story three weeks ago, and now there's a new story. You're right. Um, 855-212-4CBS was a fifth-round pick they traded for Gilmore. Basically, anyone could have had him. Yikes. Barry is in San Francisco, and that's a credit also to Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator. Good morning, Barry. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I have a question. Sure. Uh, The ball hasn't been snapped. A player flinches. They throw a flag. How come they didn't throw a flag seeing that he was offside? Well, they, he's only offside. I don't totally understand, but he's really only in the neutral zone when the when ball, the ball snapped. is snapped. Right, where I, I was wondering too, why did they shut down the play? I didn't totally understand it. No, I think I think this is a real problem. I mean, when I, I'm sure the, the the flag's been thrown before the ball's been snapped. Um, okay. in the neutral yeah. zone though, because I'm remembering back to the D Ford, which I have to go back a little bit when the yeah. Chiefs blew their opportunity against Tom Brady and the Patriots, and they did not throw the flag until the ball was snapped. Yeah, but this uh, Manny was just in my ear. It's not a pre-snap penalty. It's, yeah, it's uh, a procedural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, again, try and explain this to a European person. They're like, what's happening here? It's so tricky. <laughs> Wait, who's European? I'm just saying, people who don't follow Barry, the NFL think the, the ru- think the rules are mystifying. These are they so, are. They're completely mystifying. Even the announcers are having trouble with all this. Uh, sorry, not procedural, but it's like a, in the field of play, right? Because don't you give Kadarius Tony up until the ball is snapped, an opportunity to back off the line? Exactly, yeah. Right, right, right. So it only became a penalty once it was snapped. That's what it I was not, It was not a false start. It was, it was, it, not right, a, it was an right. offside. It was, it was like a false start, you stop the play, you say, okay, false start. But on a illegal shift, on a offside, you play those plays out. Right, like all the Chiefs' illegal shifts. Right, because <laughs> right, if the Bills got an interception, guess what? They would decline the penalty. Yeah, right. So you let the play go through. There we go. We know what we're talking about on this show, all right? Dean Blandino, eat your heart out. <laughs> we got a new Dean Blandino's, EJ. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So we said, back to this crazy controversial call. Do the Chiefs have a right to be upset? Get to that next. Don't move.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.